Hello and welcome back. I know you guys might have missed me. Probably not though. I'm your host Cameron Osborne back for some more sports talk radio. Um, I completely apologize for missing the past uh, two uh, passing the, the missing uh, the last couple shows um, that Silverado fire that just happened a couple uh, maybe like a week or two ago um, forced me to evacuate my house um, it was a crazy definitely a scary time for me my family as well I had to go stay over at my uh, my grandpa's house for a little bit um, my mom went to go stay with my sister um, but yeah I uh, couldn't record the show at all during that time, which was unfortunate. Um, then again, a lot of a lot of sports talk today because considering I missed last week, I can go into some of that stuff that happened about two weeks ago. So that's good. Um, yeah, but for now, uh, I'm back. Sports are back. The Dodgers won the World Series. That's the greatest thing I've ever heard in my life. First team, first time I've ever got to witness one of my favorite teams win the World Series easier uh, said than done um, fortunately I work at a, uh, a retail store that sell that sold the Dodgers World Series equipment so you know me I had, to, I had to get some stuff I got the hat I got the shirt I got everything um, yeah like I said first time I've got to witness one of my favorite one of my favorite teams win a uh, championship and uh, of course I was also working during that time you know only my luck um, but in all honesty, too, as much hate as he gets, um, I believe Joe Buck. I know so many people hate Joe Buck, but I, I feel like Joe Buck's a solid, uh, really good announcer. Um, he made a good call on, on that World Series. Um, I, I want to play it again for you guys to hear, but uh, maybe later in the show, maybe next time. Um, yeah, I I, very, I I really enjoy Joe Buck. I see why he gets a lot of hate because I saw a clip on Instagram too. It was um, from a St. Louis Cardinals page, and uh, Joe Buck did not make the greatest call on that one. He didn't sound excited. He didn't sound uh, too into it, I guess. But I mean, announcing is hard. That, that man has been through. I don't even know how many World Series. Let alone, I don't even know how many World Series his dad's been through. Um, Joe Buck just got uh, in inducted into the Hall of Fame a couple weeks ago. Um, congratulations to him on that. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm very, I'm still into Joe Buck. Um, never really gets tiring. Although this year it seems like his workload has decreased a little bit. I used to see him on like every football game on Sunday, like all the Cowboys games, but like. Considering the Cowboys suck now, Buck doesn't really need to be there. Um, yeah, now he's done with the World Series, so he can focus primarily on football. I mean, that man is a that man is a maniac. That dude would go from he went from like Game Six from the of the Dodgers and uh, Atlanta game, and then he went straight from there to uh, to do the football game for Thursday Night Football, and then he he missed Game Seven for the Dodgers. And then came back the next day or two days later for game one. He kept doing that stuff over and over again. It's like that that's a lot of travel. That's a lot of wear and tear on him. I wonder I wonder when his time's gonna be up. Hopefully not for a while. Um He's gonna have to find a, 
a good replacement. I, I like Joe Davis a lot, the announcer for the Dodgers, who also announced Game 7 of the Dodgers and Atlanta series. Um, I like Joe Davis. He's he's a very genuine person. He's one of the most like unbiased announcers. Um, I think I've mentioned that in previous uh previous of my sh- pre- previous shows of mine as well. Um, but now, since the World Series is over, the Dodgers do have some huge decisions to make. Um, number one, gotta be re-signing Justin Turner. Um, you guys probably know if you saw the World Series celebration that uh, Justin Turner got pulled from Game 6 due to a, a positive COVID-19 test. Um, he then... When the, once the Dodgers won, he then went out and celebrated with uh, a couple of uh, celebrated with the team. I mean, this dude, this man deserves it. Um, if you if you ever listen to Trevor Bowers, like uh, if you ever watch his YouTube, you know how right he is when he when he says stuff like uh, he's like, yeah, uh, the MLB of course blames the player and doesn't take the the blame themselves. They they were saying Turner shouldn't have went back out there, and granted. He was hugging and uh, he was hugging his teammates. He kissed his wife. Um, he just didn't look into it. You could tell something was wrong with him. Now we still don't even know if this has been a confirmed positive test. They just haven't released that information. But I'm pretty sure if it was serious enough, then Turner would have wouldn't have uh, got pulled from the game. Um, number two on that list is re-sign Blake Trinan. If they do not re-sign Blake Trinan, that's a huge loss. Um, this dude needs to be their closer next year. As much as I appreciate and love Kenley Jansen, um, sometimes, <laughs> um, I believe it's time to move on. I mean, you can, Kenley will be around next year for sure, but it's just, uh, you need to keep that back into the bullpen solidified. And that's, and they, they've done, a, they did a great job of that over last off season, such as signing Blake Trinan. They traded for Bruce Dar greater all, who's just an animal who has definitely the best celebration in the game. Once he, uh, once he's done with his pitching, that little fist bump to the air, he does. I, I love that. That is the best thing ever. Um, but yeah, Blake, Blake Trinan needs to come back. The, uh, fireball sinker baller, um, Un, this, this guy's unbelievable. He saved game five, I believe, or game four, saved game four. Um, pitched critically well in game six. Surprisingly, and I'm very thankful for, he had no arm issues. I was expecting at least like some, like for him to go in the IL at least once, but he didn't go in there at all. And I'm uh, very surprised to see that he should get the bag this uh this offseason, if not, if the Dodgers cannot sign him, I believe they should go after Liam Hendricks, the Oakland A's closer past couple years. That dude would be good, bringing over another former Oakland A. Um, another signing that the Dodgers would have to do is re-sign Jock Peterson, this playoff beast. Dude's like a 285 career postseason hitter, like seven homers, about couple RBIs, 15-plus, I believe. This dude's built for big games. Um, and another questionable move the Dodgers will have to make is whether they want to trade Kike Hernandez. I don't know. When the Dodgers were down 3-1 to one in that AL uh, or NLCS, I thought they were going to blow things up. I meant trading Peterson, trading Kike Hernandez, um, making a huge uh huge trade for a starting pitcher or even a signing um 
But now, since they won the World Series, do they? does Andrew Friedman even bother blowing that team up? I mean, he's not really losing a lot of pieces if he doesn't really decide. Turner would be terrible to lose. Peterson, he's replaceable. They have A.J. Pollock, who didn't have the best postseason, but he, he got the job done when he, when he needed to. Kike, huge, huge, huge couple hits. Um, I don't know where we would be with, without Kike or Jock Peterson. Um, I don't even know if we would have won that Atlanta series if Kike didn't pinch hit that uh, solo Nuki hit. And then one thing that needs to be mentioned is Clayton Kershaw, big game pitcher. Um, all the uh, all the hate he gets, that will be no more. Kershaw showed he's a he's built for that. He's built for these type of games. Um, He's a complete dog. Um, yeah, I love Clayton Kershaw. This dude, you can just tell once they won that all this relief just got was released from his shoulders and putting the team on his back all these years. This dude's been pitching with the Dodgers for over a decade now. Um, no one deserves it more than Clayton Kershaw on this team. I wish I could have saw him close the game out, but... No doubt in my mind, Julio Arias should have uh, should have taken that um, easily. Um, Julio was just a beast the entire entire playoffs, I should say. I think he won like some of the he won like the most games or tied for winning the most games in a postseason in MLB history. Um, this this dude's been pitching in the playoffs since he since he was twenty one, um, or I believe maybe even younger than that. I don't know. I, I'm pretty sure he started at 20, 21. Um, but yeah, congratulations to the Dodgers. We will be, uh, or I will be, I should say. I will be having my ears and my eyes next to these offseason moves. Not from the Dodgers. Well, not just from the Dodgers. From all MLB teams specifically. Um, got a ton of stuff to get into today. Um, specifically football-wise. Um, last week... Was a bit uh, since I missed it last week. Uh, no show, unfortunately, last week. Um, I'll go over some of the games from this past weekend. Um, Burrow, Tua, and Herbert. Um, these guys are going to be problems. Burrow has already won more games, and we maybe haven't even expected that Bengals team to win. He's got no O line. He gets hit a lot. Um, Joe, unbelievable arm talent, unbelievable accuracy. Uh, I really love Joe Burrow. If you're looking for a fantasy football start every week, go Joe Burrow. He does have a pretty tough schedule considering he plays in the AFC North. Um, but Joe Burrow is an absolute beast. Uh, we saw the first start of Tua Tagovailoa this weekend. Uh, Miami versus the Rams. Although the Rams did gain about 230 more yards than the Dolphins, Tua got his job done. Um, that defense still over in Miami is absolutely phenomenal. An elite defense can't even uh, can't even change. I believe they they've allowed the second least points in the league behind the Baltimore Ravens. Um, but Tua, I love it's, it's crazy seeing the lefty quarterback because I've never really even seen. I, I wasn't really into football when Tim Tebow was a thing or uh, even Michael Vick. As much as I love Michael Vick now. Um, I like seeing Tua, and I like to see uh, Ryan Fat Ryan Fitzpatrick hype him up after all of his scores. But Tua showed uh, good footwork, really nice accuracy, um, 
He's been working with his receivers a lot the past week now. Past two weeks, I should say. Two, three weeks. They've been staying late after practice, specifically with uh, Jakeem Grant, who I believe Cliff, yeah, it was Cliff Kingsbury who said Jakeem Grant was the one of the best, or I think he said the best college player or athlete he's ever seen. Um, that's hype. Really, really high hype coming from a guy who hasn't really proved too much in the NFL. Um, he's now getting a shot to go uh, with the Dolphins. Brian Flores definitely needs to win Coach of the Year at this point. Easily him. Mike Tomlin's up there. Um, who else would even be considered up there? Uh, no one coming to mind right now, but yeah. Brian Flores needs to be up there. Another rookie QB I like to talk about is Justin Herbert. You guys, if you've listened to this show, already know how much I love Justin Herbert. This kid is an elite talent. I really don't, I'm not even going to say much about him because I talk about him every show. I'm not a Chargers fan, by the way. I have to throw that out there. But I was watching the, this Chargers game, right? Or I wasn't even watching it. I was about to go to sleep, take a little nap. And I was like, all right, should I watch this Chargers game? And I go to see the score. I'm like, it's 21-3. And no need for me to watch this game. It's it's already a blowout. Chargers are probably going to win. Next thing, I wake up, and it's, what, 36-34. Um, Broncos, I'm like, really? How, how, do you, how do the Chargers keep managing to lose these games? Like I don't, I don't know how they keep doing it. I think Anthony Lynn needs to find his way out. I, I really don't think he's even a bad coach at all. But the, I mean, this team has lost their past four games when they've been up by like fifteen plus points. I don't, I don't know how they keep managing to do it, but they do it. Um, yeah, that, that those are my thoughts about the Chargers. Um, they need to get healthy first of all. They need to get a new health. Uh, what do they even call those coaches? Not the health coaches. The you, you know what I'm talking about. Those guys that help the players get healthy and stuff like that. Um, they need that bad. Derwin James. I haven't even seen Derwin James play in damn near two years. Um, their linebacking core is still really good. Once they get Derwin James back, if he even comes back this year, um, they'll be locked and loaded for uh, the next couple seasons once they... Once they Already have released the chains of Justin Herbert and the leash. Um, another team I like to get into are the Pittsburgh Steelers. That team is legit. Um, they defeated the Baltimore Ravens this past weekend. Uh, Ravens did rush very well against the Steelers. J.K. Dobbins was the first running back in the NFL to rush for over 100 yards against the Steelers. Um, this year, I should say. Um, yeah, Steelers, very good defense. Their offense, they just get they get it done on offense. Um, Smith-Schuster, Chase Claypool, James Conner. They got very good running backs with Conner, Benny Snell, and Anthony McFarlane. Um, offensive line hasn't been the same Steelers offensive line we've seen in years, but they're still protecting Ben very well. Um, another team, the... Uh, the Green Bay Packers. Now this team, this team is interesting. I don't I I can't tell if they're a if they're a good team or solid team. I don't even know how to describe this uh this Packers team, but I, I they they lose in like blowouts and then they win in blowouts. So I don't really know. Herb talks about firing uh, Matt LaFleur. 
or uh, and even though even though Aaron Rodgers is working well with him, I meant uh, not Matt Lafleur. Um, who's their defensive head coach? Former Browns head coach firing uh, that guy. Maybe I don't know. I don't know how those Packers. I don't really know what changes they made on defense coming into this season from last season. I know they still have the Smith Bros. Um, Jair Alexander is still a top, maybe top two cornerback in the game, top three. Um, probably the best in the game right now. Um, very, very underrated player. He doesn't get the, the love he deserves. Safeties, I believe they still got Adrian Amos back there. So they still have a very solid defense. It's just whether or not they could put all these pieces together like they did last year. Considering Aaron Rodgers looks to be a different player this year than he was last year. We've all heard about him having a chip on his shoulder just because of, um, you know, when the Packers drafted Jordan Love out of Utah State in the first round. Now, Rodgers is looking like he's playing with a chip on his shoulder. Another quarterback that I like a lot. Um, is Drew Locke. He's been injured the past couple weeks, but I've, I've enjoyed everything I've seen from Drew Locke. He's been an absolute beast. Um, he's got very good targets as well. That that Bronco offense should be a problem eventually. Um, maybe not this year, but next year once once they got more, uh, more communication, more synchronism um, with Jerry Judy, KJ Hamler, Alberto, I don't even know how to pronounce his last name, but Alberto, the rookie tight end, Noah Fant. Uh, Cortland Sutton, once he returns back from his ACL. I love Drew Locke. This, dude, this dude's a beast. Very fun, very fun to watch once he wins games. I like when he dances on every team as well. Um, I believe this is also the time for those Dallas Cowboys. We all, we all know how bad the Cowboys have been lately. Um, it's time for that team to move on. I don't, I don't know if they'll re-sign Dak. I can't even, I don't, need, I can't even answer that for myself. Obviously, I think they should. I really want them to. Dak's a hell of a quarterback, but if they don't, I mean, they're already bad enough to the point where they can get a top QB in the draft. Whether it's Justin Fields, who I think would be a beautiful fit there. I think he'd be a good fit if they fire all their coaching staff, such as Mike McCarthy needs to go. Um, Kellen Moore probably needs to go. Well, actually, he was doing pretty well. I say you can keep Kellen Moore with Justin Fields, but he'd have to definitely expand the playbook. Dak and Justin Fields are two similar but different QBs. Um, obviously, Justin Fields uses his legs more, but speed-wise, they're pretty up there at the same. I heard Justin Fields ran like a four-two in in the uh, in the forty-yard. Or in the 60, I should say. Or no, the 40, yeah. He ran like a 4-2 in the 40, which was the highest of anybody on his team. I don't know, I don't I don't know how he does it. That dude is is built like an like a truck. He's also got a got a cannon for an arm. Um the Eagles staying in that same division who are leading the division with the losing record. Um definitely need to I I do not Who decided to put the Cowboys and the Eagles on Sunday night football? Well, I don't even know why I bothered watching that game. I don't even know why I bothered watching the game in the fourth quarter. Um Carson Wentz is miserable, first of all. I don't I hate I hate watching Carson Wentz. Nothing against the man, but 
I'm sure he's a great guy, but I, I just would not want to watch Carson Wentz. I'll take any other quarterback in the league over Carson. I'll take Ryan Fitzpatrick. I love watching Ryan Fitzpatrick. I'll take Ryan Fitzpatrick over Carson Wentz at this point. Um, I don't want to hear about Wentz has no help. That's cool and all, but it this play is un. How do you barely be? Uh, it's just it's just unexcusable. I don't want to get too much into those Eagles right now. But one team I would like to mention is the New York Giants. They would win at least five to six games with Trevor Lawrence at quarterback. Daniel Jones has just missed so many throws. I I can't tell if I, I texted my friend during that Giants game, and I was like, yeah, I really I think Daniel Jones is a good quarterback. I think he could still be a good quarterback, but he makes the same mistakes over and over again. Like, he doesn't learn from them. And it's it's annoying because I could see the potential in him. He misses a he misses a couple deep balls. Um, he missed that last play of the game to tie the game up against the Buccaneers easily. Um, I don't know what he was looking for there. I don't know why he didn't throw the ball earlier. Maybe because Dean Lewis wasn't looking back at him. But but with Trevor Lawrence, that team would be good. Concerning their defense is already a very good unit itself. That should be a very good team as well. When you think of attention deficit hyperactivity disorder, or ADHD, you probably think about the kid who can't sit still or pay attention in school. Often, there is more going on and it can affect much more than school. Up to 75% of children and adolescents with ADHD have at least one additional mental disorder that requires a comprehensive treatment approach. Learn more at moretoadhd.com. This message is brought to you in the partnership with ADDA, ACO, Chad, and Saddleback Radio. Now, we're going to the week nine of the college football season. Um, some teams like the Pac-12 or some are just starting to get kicked off. I'm trying to get to the Pac. There we go. Today, we have the number 11 ranked in Miami take on North Carolina State at 430. Um, Miami, very good team. One of my favorite players in college football right now, Derek King, who I've mentioned in previous shows. Um, he gets a, He gets a shot on football. Oh, he gets a shot on national television today. Um, a very, very good matchup today, or as I'm recording this at on Friday, um, BYU against Boise State. Uh, that game will be on Fox Sports One. Um, BYU, I believe, their quarterback Zach Wilson. That dude, that dude's a. Uh, he's gonna have to prove why he's a Heisman contender this year in this game. Uh, number 21 ranked Boise State, already 2-0 in the years. Their season just got kicked off a couple weeks ago. Um, I hope BYU wins this game. I, I'm, I really like watching BYU as well as Miami. A um, couple very good teams there. BYU looks to move to 8-0. They have a very solid defense, but Zach Wilson's really carrying that entire team himself. Um, I just got news that... Um, Pac-12 game has been canceled. Um, Arizona at Utah has been canceled for Saturday. Um, Utah had too many COVID-19 cases. Uh, shocker. It's, it seems like college football just can't handle COVID-19 for whatever reason. Um, I mean, like, like professional athletes have said, it's really about whether or not the, uh, the commissioner... Like cares about these players. I believe there's just so so much wrong with college football. But I love I 
I'm trying to get more into college football, but they always have so many positive cases uh, a week, which, I mean, whether it's their fault, I don't know. Um, we can get back in more of the matchups right now. Arizona State faces USC, who's actually ranked number 20 in the country right now without even playing a game. Crazy how that works. Um, I don't know how you could rank. I don't know how they rank teams that haven't played a game. But, hey, what do I know, right? I don't get paid to know this type of stuff. Um, yeah, I guess they're going to be... Coliseum's going to be empty. That's where they're playing this weekend. I Really no shocker there. I don't even know what stadiums, professional football or college football even allow fans. Um, Ohio State, oh, they played Penn State. Oh, that was last week. Get a more into these week's game. Any games that pop out to me, really? Um, let's see. Cincinnati and Houston seems a bit interesting. Oklahoma and Kansas. Why is Oklahoma ranked? I don't know why they are. 4-2, Spencer Rattler. Now one of my favorite quarterbacks. Ooh, Georgia and Florida. That's going to be a good game. The 4-1 Georgia against the 3-1 against Florida. UGA is favored to win, but I believe if Kyle, if Kyle Trask is still starting against Florida, I'll take Florida. I'll take Florida over Georgia. Georgia needs to change up their quarterback room first of all. They need to go JT Daniels, their transfer that they got from SC. Um, I believe that's who they should be starting. Same with many other people. Um, but I'll take I'll take the number eight ranked Florida. If Georgia does win this game, it's probably going to be primarily from their defense. Um, let's see. Oregon kicks off their season. Notre Dame and Clemson are playing. That's going to be another another good game. Two uh, undefeated teams. Clemson, I expect to pull this one off. Ian Book isn't really going to be a good quarterback. I don't really like saying that, but he's just one of those typical college quarterbacks that's very good in college, but can won't be able to get it done in the NFL. It's, just, it's crazy seeing players try to make that leap from college to the NFL. It's really harder than people make it out to be. Um, now we're getting to some more of the NFL Week 9 games. Um, kicking off on uh, yesterday, so I should say Thursday night, November 5th, Packers defeated the 49ers 34-17. to um, Devontae Adams is, is back. He's been back. Uh, that offense looked good. Not much of a challenge from the 49ers. They're starting Nick Mullins at quarterback. I think they had Jarek McKinnon. But uh, Richie James had like 10 catch or 9 for a 184 on a touchdown. The receiver for uh, San Francisco. Um, Baltimore and the Colts play this weekend. Baltimore did have a COVID outbreak inside their facility. Uh, Marlon Humphrey was the first to catch it. Um he will be out this game, and he will. And uh, there were seven players near him. Patrick Queen being one of them. Uh, Matthew Judon, who just got activated off that COVID list, um, they've all been absent this week. I could really, I could genuinely see the Ravens losing this week. Lamar Jackson would have to put the team on his back once again against a very solid Colts defense that uh, scores a lot of touchdowns on defense as well. Um, what are the games? Chicago Bears take on the Tennessee Titans. Um, Tennessee's favorite to win. Tennessee doesn't really have too good of a defense. I, I think Chicago could pull this one out. 
Titans have dropped two straight, including a loss last week to the Bengals. Um, the Bears, don't know what I think about the Bears. Will they make playoffs? Probably. I don't really see them going too far. I get defense wins championships, but they're going to have to do a lot and a lot to um, compete in that. In this game uh, itself. Uh, Steeler, uh, this game's not interesting. One of my favorite games this week would be the Dolphins and the Cardinals. Um, Tua Tagovailoa versus Kyler Murray. This is going to be an, another fun game to watch. Another time I get I get to watch I get to watch Tua and Kyler Murray, two of my favorite players, probably to watch in the NFL. Tua Tua made that jump. Um, I think I've said that about a lot of players about how they're my favorite players to watch in the NFL. But in all, in reality, there's I really don't like hating against players. I don't like rooting. I don't like not rooting for players. Like I wish everyone succeeds. I, I there's very very few players that I don't like. I can't I can't even think of one player I don't like at the top of my head. I just hope everyone succeeds, stays healthy, things like that. Um and but for Monday night football we get the Patriots and the Jets. I don't know why we're getting the worst primetime games this year. Granted I love watching Cam Newton, but I mean do I really want to watch the Jets on national television again? Probably not. If I'm being completely honest. Um, thank you guys all for tuning in once again to True Sports with Cameron here on OC Rock Radio. Feel free to message me on Twitter at True Sports OC. And again, that is at True Sports OC. Next week is going to be uh, a fun week. I'm trying to get back more into the uh, to these shows as I'm just getting home again. Um, I'll talk MLB free agent destinations as well as upcoming draft picks in the 2020 NFL Draft. Thank you all for tuning in once again. I'm Cameron Osborne. Peace and love.